B.C. Forestry Company Canfor Pulp will close the pulp line at its Prince George Pulp and Paper Mill, permanently shedding 300 jobs, we learned this week. To tell us more about it is our next guest, Russ Taylor, who's been in the forest industry since 1974 and is now the principal at Russ Taylor Global. Russ, good morning and welcome back. Yes, good morning, Sterling. The, the, the reason that the folks at Canfor gave, Russ, and this is where we start the conversation today, is due to a lack of available residual fiber. That's why they're closing the pulp mill, and they go on to say it's their most expensive to run pulp mill in the province. But what is residual fiber, Russ? Yes, well, very simply uh, put, the uh, pulp mills, they, they operate on, on, on wood chips, typically residual a product from sawmills. Okay. Sawmills produce lots of wood chips, and uh, and normally in BC there's been a glut of wood chips because there's been more and more sawmills built over the years, and the sawmills need an outlet for their chips. So it's been a great uh, business. But of course, with the mountain pine beetle coming into play about 25 years ago, um, you know, over the last well since 2005, you know, about 45 sawmills in the BC interior have closed. I mean, that's a massive number of sawmills, so it's been pretty easy for someone in my position to be able to predict that, guess what, we're not going to have enough wood chips uh, and, and even low-quality so- uh, logs to, that pulp mills can use to, to run all the pulp mills in B.C. So we've had um, some earlier curtailments at smaller mills. Right, and we talked we, about that already on the show a few weeks ago, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, and Powell River closed on the coast, uh, lack of fiber, and, and it, it ran pr- primarily on interior Wood chips, not coastal chips, interior chips, mm-hmm. and uh, and now we have the line in 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 Canfor. So unfortunately, without the uh, the, the wood supply of, of residual uh, chips and uh, and and and, and economic uh, logs uh, for or pulp logs, as we call it, for running the into the pulp mill, something had to give. So this was very predictable from from our, my point of view. Just a layman's question for you here, because I really don't know the answer. Does res, is residual fiber, Russ? Also, the stuff they make particle board from. Yeah, well, that's a good question. And uh, the other part of a sawmill is sawdust, and uh, and particle board is made typically of sawdust. And uh, there's also medium density fiberboard uh, uh, that's also made of, of sawdust as well. But uh, and sawdust is also used at wood pellets as well. One one pulp mill that does use some sawdust in it, but uh, it's just a small component. But primarily, it's got to be the the wood chips that, that that drive the pulp mill business. One of the reasons that you cited when we spoke last uh, several weeks ago now, uh, and we were talking about some closures or some reduction of productivity in some sawmills around the province, was uh, because of the cost of product going out to the and uh, getting into the woods and and the cost of cutting down trees, uh, that it's much less next door in Alberta than it here is in B.C. because we don't match the current price of lumber to the, the, the forestry costs. Talk a little bit more about that, especially as it might pertain to uh, the closure of the pulp mill in P.G. Well, yeah, it's sort of a vicious circle after a while. You, uh, the, the price of saw logs in B.C. is, 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 from, is determined by the government. The government uses a, a formula, and I and I always this is always a messy topic, but anyways, the cost of the uh, of the uh, of the logs is tied to a formula, and the formula lags the uh, the lumber market. So, 
uh, typically when prices are going up, the stumpage lags, uh, stumpage price lags, and everyone's doing fine. But when the prices turn down dramatically, like they have, yeah. I mean, we had we had prices, uh, you know, over a thousand dollars, a thousand board feet uh, at the in in the in in the middle of the year, or, or say in March, and we're down to you know three three hundred and forty five dollars. It's uh, which is the cost structure of the industry is much higher because of the log costs. And so the the government uh, formula is one of the issues that causes BC mills to curtail uh, because of this adjustment. Whereas I think I mentioned in Alberta, they they only lag by one month, right. we lag by five months, and so mills in Alberta keep running, and uh, and mills in BC curtail because of this lag effect until eventually it catches up. Probably uh, later in first quarter, it'll all catch up again, and. And we should be okay, but that's after having many, many uh, down, many shifts of downtime, mills curtailing all over the place and creating less fiber for pulp mills, and hence the pulp mill going down earlier. And in this case, in a community the size of Prince George, 300 jobs permanently d- gone definitely has an economic impact on the community. There's no avoiding that, is there? Well, that's right. The ripple effect just, you know, beyond the, the workers, it's the it's all through the community. It's the the restaurants, the you know, the grocery stores, everything. You know, some people will move away and that could hurt the uh, real estate market. Maybe not so much in Prince George, but in smaller communities, it's a it's a real issue because uh, big employers uh, are, are a key requirement for the tax base and for and for jobs and, and the multiplier effect through the economy. So. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, it's it's a negative for for everyone. No kidding. And, and and because of this delay in re readjusting stumpage rates, I suppose the truly disappointing part about all of this is that we're now seeing BC forestry companies investing elsewhere that rather than here in the, on their home turf. It's just too dodgy and too risky in their home province, and they're sinking millions of dollars elsewhere. Well, it's a, it's not quite that simple, I would say. But first of all, I mean, because of all the issues in BC, environmental issues, uh, forest policy changes, uh, et cetera, I mean, BC is, is is not a very good place to invest if you're in the wood products business. Uh, you know, there's so many other regions in North America or in the world that are better investment places because of the, uh, the the government policies, the supply of logs, and so forth. But but BC companies could no longer uh, invest in in BC because the the fiber supply was declining. There there was they could they some some mills were bought they bought some mills out, but they're at the point where there's just nowhere else to go, and so they had to go somewhere else. And you know there's been some investments uh, in eastern Canada, some some in in Pacific Northwest, but mainly where there's a surplus of of timber, which is the U.S. South. So yeah. a huge over half the housing in uh, new 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 family starts in in housing are in the U.S. So, so it's a perfect place to go, and it's one of the most profitable pla- places for a, for a sawmill industry to go to. So that's what they've done. And you know, going back uh, almost uh, 15 years ago is when they, or 20 years ago is when the first move started. So it wasn't a short-term decision. It's been over a long period of time. Yeah, and the government needs to react and, and adjust its stumpage rates and its formula. Any possibility of this current new EB government making those adjustments? Well, you know, to some degree, the, the you know the government's hands are tied. The stumpage formula, which is problematic, was was created you know back about 2004 when it was part of the softwood lumber agreement with the U.S. and 
uh, BC uh, was trying to be more trying to be more transparent and show their that the log, log prices were tied to lumber prices. And anyways, uh, so to some degree, if they do try and adjust that formula, that U, U.S. could come back and say, right. "Well, you're subsidizing your industry. We're going to increase your." your uh, export taxes or import taxes, which we currently pay, and that would make it more problematic too. So it's kind of a, rather than get involved in this, and, and certainly this government has not involved industry at all. They've been moving on to other areas, right. so no, no appetite for this government to look at that. Russ Taylor, always a pleasure, sir. We appreciate your calm analysis of a very difficult situation, and one has a lot of sentiment for those people in Prince George this weekend. Thanks, Russ. Yeah, my pleasure, Sterling. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.